0: You're listening to White Teen Words podcast. I'm your host, leader, and center, Deb. And each episode, my members and I will discuss and debate a K music-related topic. Ichima, we're not your biases, personal hype women. Hana tu, set. Let's get it. Welcome back to another episode of Fighting Words on Popular K-Pop Opinions Podcast. Today we'll be talking about fans who are OT1, even though there's seven other members in the group. Yep, we're talking about solo stands. We'll also be talking about people who only like one group. Are you really a K-Pop fan if you only like one group? If you want to hear our thoughts on this, keep listening. Today we are talking about solo stands or people that are stands of only one group and whether or not they're really k-pop fans so first question what do you guys think of people that are solo stands or ot1 stands? how do you feel about that kind of mentality <laughs> in the k because i feel like it's definitely prevalent in just the k-pop fandom in general like i feel like that wasn't really a thing with other, like, musical groups. Like, when I was a One Direction fan, although Harry will forever be my bias. (laughs) Like, I wasn't never I was never like, ew, Liam, ew, Niall. Um, I mean, they were my favorite, but I wasn't, like, kind of pushing them off to the side and thinking they are bringing down the group. So, what do you think about fans uh, that are like this?
1: Where someone stands only one member of the mm-hmm. band or just the band as a whole?
0: Just one, first, just one member. One member, or like, for example, like <laughs> Destiny, not calling you out, but maybe a little bit, like how you always talk about um, Jenny and Lisa, and then like, <laughs> you low key you people, she rose. <laughs> Or Rose to Jesus to the side? All
2: right. I would like to go first in this situation. Um, Mm -hmm. That's fine for everybody. All right. So, is it okay for you to stand one person in the group? Or maybe like half the group, depending on the group size or whatever? Now, not. Please, K-pop fans, don't drag my ass because, you know, I love all my groups. I love them. I love them. They're my babies. Everyone in the group are my sweetheart. Please do not drag me. (laughs) Jenny is clearly, we were talking about Blackpink. Jenny is clearly the Beyonce of the group. She is always on point. She she had, like we said earlier in our previous episodes, in every group, there's, like, Beyonce, there's Kelly, and there's Michelle. And this is not also to drag Michelle from Destiny's Shop because she's great, but she's she's not a Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she's not a Kelly Rowland either. Lord. So with that being said, you know, we have the Beyonce. Like, I have seen, and before y'all come for me, I have seen Jenny be lazy. You know what I'm saying? I've seen her flop around stage a little bit where she could have been doing her best, but she gets bored with the routine. I've seen it. So y'all don't have to show me. I've seen it. But when it is time to hit them marks, okay? Jenny comes through on every beat, every hair flip, every smile, every snap, every drop. She's on it. Same with Lisa. Lisa's more of a Kelly, but Lisa, the more I watch her grow, I think she's like approaching Beyonce status because she's very, like, oh, she's a very, she's a crowd favorite. You know what I'm saying? Lisa's very cute. She dances, she raps. Like, Lisa got it. Rose, she's okay. <laughs> she's like, she's okay. She's great. Oh she has gosh. vocals. I'll give her a Kelly position. Jisoo (laughs) my my sweet baby just does not have it you know what I'm saying (laughs) like if it was a three-person group and Jisoo like decided to quit on her own accord like she was just like I'm done with this stuff they would still be popping I don't think it would be like like only Jisoo fans would miss her but like I feel like as a collective black (laughs) fans would be like okay Bye, girl. And, like, continue standing the real stars of the group. Now, I'm like, it's okay. Not everybody can be the star. You know what I'm saying? That's why. Like, Jisoo has gotten way better because I've, I've seen people, like... And no one should ever bully anybody. But I have seen Jisoo, like, grow because she used to be trash. Like, she used to be so bad at dancing. Like, dancing was not her thing. And everybody saw it. And everybody commented. And they were like, girl, get your shit together because... It could easily be a three-person group. And Yikes. she got better. She got better. She got better. She's doing better. Um, listen, I think I, I think it's dumb that people be like, oh, you can't stand like only two members of the group and not care for the other ones or anything like that. And that's not even just with Blackpink. That's like with anything. Like, for example, I love RM and... Uh, BTS. Oh, do you now? Think, do you? He's, he's so do shady. You? And I love him because of it. Like, he just looks like he's just over everyone's bullshit. Like, every interview he's just tired of his bandmates. Like, he loves them. It's not like a hate thing. It's just like, he's like Squidward. Like, he just be, like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Like, he'd be looking at them like, wow, I'm really the smartest one in this group. I am the Beyonce. <laughs> like, he knows it. So, like, with that being said, I stand him out of, I stand him out of BTS, but that doesn't mean the other people stink, you know what I'm saying? You could always have your favorite, and that's in any group, ever, so I think it's okay to be, like, a OT, like... Ot two or like ot three and not really care for the other person in group for like and I don't want to keep naming off groups but even in Red Velvet right when they had that Wendy had that whole little racist situation would y'all say it was okay. For us to stand everybody else in red velvet Mm. and not stand her temporarily because she was racist, yes. So why, when it's not about race and it's not about any of that stuff, you want it's it's not okay to stand them. You know what I'm saying? Mm.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, Before Larissa, you go. I just want to give a little context and be listening why I reacted to Destiny being like, RM is my favorite in bts because you and your niece were like oh rm really when i told you (laughs) this is my bias (laughs) and y'all tried to come for me and i was just like what is the what is the problem like uh is there is there an issue is there an issue so like now you're saying he's your favorite huh
2: huh Interesting. (laughs) I would just like to point out that that same shady energy that RM exudes, Deb is literally the same Uh, (laughs)
0: person.
2: She is just a shade. Every think of every RM shady video you've ever seen of him like rolling his eyes or looking at his bandmates like he's stupid, or like just being over a whole situation. That's literally Deb's face all the time.
1: Oh, my God. You, <laughs> Larissa. <laughs> yeah, maybe spicy I see up in here.
0: <laughs> uh, Larissa, so what are your thoughts on solo stance and OT1 or depending on the group size, ot two fans?
1: <laughs> I will say I am very unabashedly guilty of being an ot1 stan there are several groups where you know i love the group as a whole and i wish for the best for every other member but i'm literally only watching it for one member and i'm like yeah i mean you know every time like in a music you know if the camera pans away from that one member i'm like okay and then i just kind of oh, lived my dad. life but like, say, like, back in the day, like, Block B. I only care about Zico. You can, I can tell you the names <laughs> of the other members and never got that far. But that's okay because I love the group as a whole, and I wish the best for all of them, but I'm only there for Zico. Or even, like, Teen Top, um, like, with um, the lead singer, Neil. Either, even other fans had this thing where they're, like, they call Teen Top Neil featuring backup singers. So, no! you know, it's a thing where... <laughs> Where it's like, we're not intentionally shading them because it's like, you're in this group, you're holding your own. All of you together, we're cohesively. But let's be honest. I can't tell you anything about your life, who you are, your favorites, because I'm only here for this one member. Like he is my literal bias forever and always. And I feel like I personally am either all in or all out. So whenever a new K-pop group debuts, I generally fixate on one member and then I just am like this member is who I'm going to care about for the rest (laughs) of this band's career. But, you know, (laughs) I like the band as a whole and I feel like it doesn't make you like dismissive of anyone else. You just clearly have a favorite. Like with BTS, for me, it's Jimin because I just think he's adorable and he's really grown. And as he gets more into himself, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. With EXO, it was Ty because he's like this awkward giraffe of a member and i'm like i don't know what you're doing but you're definitely trying your best and that's all that matters (laughs) so yeah i think it's okay because as long as it's not mean spirited or malicious i think everyone always has like that one member that they just go hard and stand for and when you have these bigger groups too i feel like it would just be overload to try to like stand every single one of them all the time because some groups have 15 members or they switch up all the time or they create subgroups and it's like this is too much to really keep track of I'm just going to focus on one but I still love everyone as a whole like I'm still going to go to your concerts I'm still going to be an army or a shower or something like that so I think it's okay
0: um in terms of Wano solo stands I I get I get it but at the same time, I'm the type of person where I feel like I try, well, sometimes I try to consider other people's feelings. So like, I'm going to use BTS for the example, even though I like, I do really like RM and I, a certain, like earlier this summer, he was my bias. I always wave between having a bias and like just liking them all or not having the bias at all because I always kind of feel bad. Like, can you imagine you're in a group or, like, you're in your family and, like, someone's, like, yeah, I like this person the best. Like, I get that that's just what fan culture is, but at the same time, like, it will keep me hurting my feelings and, like, on their behalf, so I feel bad picking one person. And, like, there's also bias wreckers, and I'm just, like... Uh, this like I like this person the most but like this person's kind of catching up to them so it's like just easier to not have a bias for me so I don't know I get it and I don't think there's anything wrong with it but like for me personally I just feel bad picking out one person because like the other people probably feel like 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 shit and I don't know, I, I, I'm I just very considerate of that, but I guess maybe that's not a real problem. Maybe even idols are understanding of that. But for me personally, if I was in that situation, I would feel bad. Really quickly, before we go on to the next thing, I just want, like, Larissa, your 30 second thoughts on Zico leaving Block B. So how do you feel about Block B now? <laughs> real quick.
1: Well you know, I haven't <laughs> because I'm just like, Well, you know, this is nice. I really want you guys to succeed. But wherever Zico goes, I'm a go. So I guess this is where our time ends. <laughs> and that's just my thoughts on that. I mean they still make bops. If I if I hear them drop a song I'm going to listen, I might download it too, but you know, I'm also like, Who who is she? <laughs> Because it's not
2: Nicolette,
1: so oh, I don't know. I'm sorry, I could be trash.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's like when that's like when Zayn like left One Direction. I was not a One Direction fan that much, but all mm-hmm. I knew was when the fine one left, I was like, I really don't have to care about this group oh, at all. <laughs> I was like, goodbye, whatever <laughs> he's playing, I'm ready to listen. But yeah. Harry was
0: cute. Harry was cute. You stay for Harry. Um. Okay, 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 okay. So, now what about people that are fans of only one K pop group? Like, they're only Army. They're only Blinks. They're only, well, XOLs. I don't know if XOLs do this. I feel like XOLs are definitely more likely to be multi fandoms. But with that being said, how do you feel about people that are only fans of one group? Can they be considered K-pop fans or are they all considered just fans of that group? Um, that's an
1: inter- interesting question because I feel like it can go a lot of ways. I think it takes a lot of dedication to only stand one group and it shows that you really are a loyal fan, which is commendable but I don't think it necessarily diminishes you as a K-pop fan because you're still listening to this music genre that is very different from the genre of wherever you may be from or whatever anyone else around you might be listening to from a very different culture. And it shows that you're taking time to really integrate yourself in this specific like fandom, which I think automatically I think ties you in as like, A K-pop fan. I mean, I don't know. It could be, it's kind of like when you compare it to anime, like if someone only likes, say, uh, uh, like if they only like do Ra 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 or Demon Slayer, does that make them an anime fan or just a fan of the show? It's like, I don't know necessarily because anime is still very different from American cartoons. So you taking the time out to really loyally kind of follow this one thing, I feel like integrates you in the fan culture. And I feel like for my perspective, Perspective. Even though right now they're only fixated on that group, I feel like that group will be their gateway into other groups. Like I know for me, my my first group was DBSK, and I on them for a long time only before I gravitated to like U Kiss, Big Bang, Shiny, and then everyone else just kind of came along after that. So I feel like there comes a point where eventually they'll gravitate. Like something will catch their eye, whether it's a song. Or a member or just like an aesthetic in a different group where they're like, oh, I want to see what's going on with that. So it's almost like I kinda am of the mindset of there'll never just be one band state. There has to be a point where inevitably it'll be a domino effect and they'll just find themselves completely immersed in K pop as a whole, like even though it's not with the same enthusiasm as their main like band that they stand, they'll eventually show love and appreciation for everything else around them. So I definitely, and and also like they're interacting with the fandom too. Like if you're just an army, you're still interacting with other armies who may also be other like K-pop fans and other like dedicated members of those fandoms. So you're going to hear a lot of those different groups and different dynamics and different just fandom personalities. And if you're immersed in that, I feel like you're already kind of versed in K-pop fandom culture, which I think makes you a K-pop fan. But that's
2: just my my two cents. Um, I would have to agree with you. Like, I I talk about anime a lot, and that was something that's like, if are you a K-pop I mean, sorry, are you an anime fan if you only like Naruto or Dragon Ball Z? And the answer, I think, is yes. And the same thing, I think, applies to um, K-pop. Are you still a K-pop fan because you like only one group? Absolutely. Are you not listening to all the songs that that one group comes out with? Yes. Like, it's not like you like one song out of this one group then that would be something different. But obviously, if you stay on one group, you are listening to multiple songs and you like K-pop music. And I think I started off... I started off as just solely into um, Blackpink. And then um, I found Red Velvet. And then it just kind of... And now I'm on a K-pop podcast. Um, It literally trickles in and you end up finding yourself like looking into more things like I realized it's so much different than United States music and like the way that our pop stars work you know what I mean like they don't come out with a song every week or every two months or something like there is like seasons and you gotta find out when those seasons are and then like with Blackpink specifically, like they weren't getting, I feel like they weren't getting as much new music out. And I just remember being like, damn, I want to learn more about different groups to keep myself preoccupied. And then before I knew it, I was hooked. So I feel like, yes, you're still a a K pop fan if you only stay on one group. And I feel like it always, more or like mostly always, leads you into a world of different. K-pop groups and you end up liking more and more and more. So I think I think the answer is yes.
0: In terms of standing one K-pop group, I I'm gonna not agree with you guys this time because I feel like okay, Destiny, you brought up Dragon Ball Z and like people that um kinda like one um anime or whatever. Those shows were played on American TV. So if they didn't venture out of those shows, then I don't really... To me, I feel like they're not really taking the effort to learn more about where it comes from. I think it's just an accessibility type of thing. And to me, if we're talking about like anime... They're not really anime fans. They like Dragon Ball Z or Naruto or something. And I think I'm going to apply that same logic to a certain degree to K-pop, where if you only like Blackpink or BTS, like, just say it with your whole chest. You're a BTS fan. You're a Blackpink fan. Like, you don't have to claim (laughs) K-pop as a whole, like, because... K-pop isn't just BTS. K-pop isn't just Blackpink. It isn't just Monster X or whatever. It's the industry as a whole. It's the different groups, boys and girl groups. It's the different companies. Like K-pop isn't just one entity. So if you just like one part of it, I feel like you it doesn't make as much sense to call yourself a fan of the whole thing what rather than a fan of this one specific element of it so i actually disagree with you and i'm saying it with my whole chest y'all you are a fan of your respective group you don't need to say you're a k-pop fan as a whole like there's nothing wrong with not being a k-pop fan as a whole you can be a fan of whatever group you like and that group alone and that's it like isn't that kind of like gatekeeping and taking away from like
2: the experience of being a fan? Cause let's say you're, you're somebody like Larissa. Okay. Yeah. Let's take this. Like someone like Larissa and you, Deb, who know a lot more about K-pop and you guys are like in the, it, like you guys know things. They have been following K-pop for years. And then you have somebody like, I don't know, me, for example, who is like, Hey, I'm new to the game. I, I mean, I like multiple groups, so I'm a little bit different. But let's just say I was strictly into Blackpink. I could tell you everything about Blackpink, underneath the sun, everything from tour dates to how they got started. I took the time out to look into their backstory, look into all the members... Love them, stand them, whatever music, and then. But I only care for that group. Am I not just as much a K-pop fan as much as you are? I mean, granted, you know more about different groups, but if I'm taking the time out to study and know this this group who who do K-pop music, wouldn't I be a K-pop fan? And I don't just listen to one song, mind you. Like I I know their whole discography front to back when they were like I had just starting to now as they are now performing on Coachella like I know everything is about this group why wouldn't I be qualified to be a uh, I mean yeah I'm only standing one group that's great but I'm still would be considered a k-pop uh, fan
0: you do raise good points but I still feel like I'm gonna stand by what I say like maybe so this might not make sense, but I'm gonna try to articulate this as best as I can. Maybe if you are in Korea or if you're Korean in Korea, then I would say yes. But because of the fact that K pop is now coming here to the United States, multi fans are what makes K pop work in the United States in particular, in my opinion. Let's see if I can actually explain this well, though. Um, when you're only a fan of one group here in the U.S., like that fandom is going to be relatively small, I guess in, with the exception of BTS. But when diff- fans are fans of different groups, that gives groups from Korea the opportunity to actually come here and to actually have a career here. Man, I'm I'm like losing my train of thought as I'm saying this. But basically, I'm trying to say that if unless you're you're a multi-fan, you're only helping one group and the movement or Hallyu in the US in particular cuz that's just where we are. If you're a solo fan, like you're only helping one group and not Hallyu as a whole. So I feel like in the US in particular and this might not make sense later on, unless you're a multi fan, like you're not you're helping your group and that's wonderful, but you're not supporting how you as a whole, so I don't see like how then saying you're a K pop fan works the same like can work still. Like I'm I'm not taking it as well.
2: I challenge you, cause okay, say you're only one fan, right? Say you're only into BTS, verbatim, like that's your stuff. Everybody sees how much all these people like BTS. You're a solo are like, and then the companies, the big companies behind it, see how much they love BTS and how much BTS is dope. It could open the door for other other groups like Super M is a great example so let's just say you're right it only blew up here in the united states because a lot of people only liked bts but then other people i mean bts can't be bts forever you know what i mean so the big companies are going to see that and be like let's try and uh, let's try and gravitate and get the attention of the same people who like bts and try and
0: create a whole new fandom thing But that's the thing, like, if they're only BTS fans, they're not going to support whatever the next thing is, because they're only BTS fans. This might be a very
1: unique hypothetical. But like, for instance, with going back to Super M, someone who discovers them, especially since they really want to cater to the US audience, and they really just fall head over heels, super stand for them, and only stand for them. I feel like, that could cause a domino effect because the Super M is made up of a lot of prominent K pop idols. And for instance, if they really want to learn more about each of their members, they're eventually going to find EXO and Wavy and NCT and Shiny. And I feel like they'll be like, oh, okay, well, I love these members in this band, but I see that they started off over here. Let me explore and see what that's about. And I feel like in that case specific, it would just cause like a domino effect and they'll immerse themselves in the culture because it's like they, they want to learn more. And I feel like even if it's like a band like BTS where, you know, they might not have members with history and other bands, it's still such a phenomenon that I just can't. I just I I, I don't know. I personally just don't see them only sticking to BTS if another group were to come because, you know, I feel like BTS really introduced a lot of people to K-pop because they are so different from the American boy band. For a lot of people, this is their first time seeing like an Asian boy group. And, you know, with this fashion style, a lot of them with the colorful hair, the snazzy outfits, and then the star power, like being able to do so much that I just feel like they wouldn't at least be curious. If another band were to debut, I feel like they'd at least want to see what it's about. Even if they decide not to stand, I feel like they would at least take the effort to be like, well, what's this? Since I love BTS, how's this band going to be like?
2: Because One Directioners, One Directioners are like other groups. Like I feel like a lot of One Directioners went to BTS, like, they were just okay. looking for that next... You know what I mean? Like, stan culture doesn't always stop at one group, no matter how much we love for it to be that way. It, it doesn't just always stop. And then when BTS goes away, because I know, like, K-pop fans, they know it's coming. You know what I'm saying? They understand that that's the inevitable. Like, it's not like... It's not like um the backstreet. Like, any fandom, any boy group, girl group, any group that you stand, eventually Mm. that time, that era is going to come to an end. And I feel like everybody is aware of that. And BTS fans, I feel like if anything, are looking for that new thing to have to stand because when their group ends, what are you going to do now? Like a lot of these people's whole existence falls on BTS (laughs) and like (laughs) BTS. (laughs) ARMY really be out here messing up people's lives for these boys. So I feel like all that energy, all that craziness has to go be projected on somebody else. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, you do, like, that is very true. But Big Hit Loki has provided that next. And, like, TXT, which is Big Hit's other boy group with, like, six pretty younger members, like, I can't remember how many members there are. It's like either five or six. And only one of them is like born in the 90s. And like the others are like all born into 2000s. Big Hit has provided ARMY and other K-pop fans that next. And TXT, they're doing well. Because obviously they are the people that are going to follow up BTS. At least at Big Hit. But like... TXC is not seeing a similar reaction just because that just because BTS are their like young's. So I feel like solo stands can definitely or not solo sans, but fans of only one group are still they're out there and they're very dedicated. And even when this company of their favorite group introduces who's gonna be like their follow-up. Half of them don't, still don't care.
1: Mm. Because,
0: like, I don't see a lot of people talking about TXT like that. And I follow a lot of ARMY on our um, podcast Twitter. And people don't really be talking about TXT like that. Like, even me myself, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I do like TXT. I like their song Cat and Dog and crown, sort of. But I'm not really looking into them like that. And I'm not even (laughs) someone that's only a fan of one group. So I can only imagine if someone's only ARMY or whatever, like what their relationship with this group would be. So I feel like, I don't don't know. I was going to say, do you think with TXT,
1: it's maybe it's because they are younger? Like I know... For us, BTS is still within our age range, even though I think half their members are a bit younger. They're still all born in the 90s. To my now.
0: no, actually, most of them are either our age or older oh, by a couple oh. years. For yeah. BTS.
1: but then you have TXT. Even though they'll probably at least a few of them will be 20 next year. Do you think maybe it's a disconnect of where it's like, oh, oh these are kids and it's like meh. and it's it's like that kind of like not a generational disconnect but it's like their, their vibe feels a lot more a, a lot more youth like playful. Or, yeah like playful mm. and not as like it's, it's like it's like one direction versus like Justin Bieber when he first debuted like I know there's a lot of people who are like nah he's a baby I don't even wanna <laughs> he makes music for like middle schoolers you know what I mean versus like say at least one direction was like oh i mean you know they're like I guess around our age and their music is like something i could bop to both like in school or at a party or something like that do you think maybe it's that like they just seem so young that people are interested like if there is another group that came after bts that was in the same age range either girl group or guy group it would have a different effect since people would feel like they could relate to them more
0: Honestly, I don't know. And only time will really tell. I feel like there won't to... We've changed... I feel like we changed the topic to BTS now, but there won't be another BTS, at least for a while. Like, I just don't see that happening. And whatever group is, like, the next big group, like, I guess you could say Super M is challenging that, but, like, whatever that group is... I don't think they're I don't think they're active right now or they're not popular right now. Whatever that group is or they might not even exist right now. So I don't know. Cause like these things happen in intervals. Like if you kinda look at it like first for if you're going back to like the nineties, it was like Backstreet Boys in Sync and then I don't know what group was between that and One Direction, but then it was One Direction, then One Direction went down, and now it's like BTS. So, I don't, I don't know. Only time would tell, honestly. And that's it for this episode of Fighting Words. You can find this podcast on all major podcasting listening platforms, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you're trying to find us, honestly, typing in on popular K-pop opinions is probably going to give you better results than white teen words because white teen is in korean so if you don't know Hangul, just look up on popular k-pop opinions we're also on social media on instagram as white teen pod and twitter as white teen podcast our intro and outro is by paper dragon the song is called hold up and the producer is astrology you can find the song now on soundcloud thanks for listening see you next time